0: Hey guys, welcome back to another edition of the Delay of Game podcast with your hosts Wit and
1: Matt. Hey guys.
0: We back in this bitch. It's been another <laughs> awesome week of football. A lot of crazy mm. things have happened, and it sets up a lot of great week 18 match- matchups that we're going to be getting into. So get ready to strap in and buckle up. It's going to be a hell of a ride.
1: Yeah, this week's going to be a little different for us guys. It's been crazy. We have a lot of weather where we're at. So, we're going to mainly be looking at some playoff scenarios, run through some predictions for next week's games, and then do our
0: bets, of course. All right. So, without further ado, let's go ahead and get started, Matt. What's the, one, what's the first one up?
1: Okay. So, we have a couple big matchups, primarily in the AFC. I'm going to look at the NFC one first. Uh, we have a scenario for the 49ers to knock out the Saints. The Saints are currently the seven seed. 49ers need to beat the Rams or tie to get in and the Saints to lose to the Falcons. Do we think that can happen?
0: I think that's going to be a really good game. I I honestly think that the Rams could, uh, could lose this game. I think the 49ers can pull off the upset.
1: What we've been saying for the last couple of weeks is how awesome the schedule is with all these division matchups. And everyone knows when you play somebody in your division, anything can happen. 100%. So 100%. As a 49ers fan, you got to have hope. They've been playing decently. Well, I don't know about Trey Lance against that defense though, if
0: he's playing or is it Garoppolo? I don't think they've announced it yet, but if you look back at their previous game, I mean, Trey Lance didn't do horrible. He came out of that game. <clears throat> excuse me. I apologize. He came out of that game with 16 for 23, two touchdowns. I mean, the running game as always with the the 49ers was on point. Elijah Mitchell 119 yards. Holy shit.
1: Damn.
0: So, it feels like it's one that I could steal.
1: You're right. Um, let's see. I think we're going to predict it later. But I, so I'm going to save that what my official prediction will be, but oh, feels don't like one don't tease could the people. Do.
0: Don't tease the people.
1: And then the Saints Falcons game again. In division game that matters. You know, the Falcons are going to knock the Saints out. States playing for their playoff lives too because they win and they're in.
0: Anything could happen. Oh, week eighteen is going to be good. It's going to be awesome. So let me let me ask you this. Okay, looking at this Rams game, the Rams right now they are the division leaders. Do you think that Matt Stafford crumbles under that pressure? Because if they lose, it drops the seating. They're out of their. uh, They lose the a home playoff game. What do you think?
1: That's a good question because we've seen him essentially do that throughout his career now is that because he's on the Lions and the Lions tend to, you know, fuck everything up. Mm, I feel like the Rams have kind of teetered lately, right? Like, yeah, they kind of fallen off their, you know, high horse and everyone thinking they're the best. And you feel like, you know, they, I feel like they're a team that could lose this one for sure. And I think Matt Stafford could mess that up.
0: I mean, you look at their last game, they just barely beat a Ravens team that didn't have Lamar Jackson. I mean, with that said, though, Huntley hasn't been awful. He hasn't been a huge drop-off, but still, you should have been able to blow that team out. You would think
1: with these last couple of weeks how important it is with the, uh, Ra- the Cardinals <laughs> right <laughs> behind them uh, that the Rams would you know take that win against the Ravens more easily. Like they'd be coming out to fucking play, kick them in the mouth, bite their knees off, <laughs> and you know just make sure that they're locked in on that division win.
0: Yeah, when I look at that Rams team, I don't see a killer mentality, like a killer instinct where they go out, they put their foot on your neck and just completely choke you out. They let teams hang around for far too long.
1: I don't feel like there's a NFC team that has that either, because we talked about the Packers, how they don't have that killer mentality either just recently. So that being said, the other kind of scenario, which I forgot to mention, or I didn't think about, Arizona. There are right behind the Rams. If the Rams lose and Arizona beats the Seahawks, which we know that we're not big fans of the Seahawks, they would clinch yeah. the number one spot in the West.
0: Yeah, and I don't see the, the Cardinals sitting any of their starters. They want to try to get that home playoff game. So oh, definitely. I think it's a very real uh, possibility that they, that they beat the Seahawks, and then the onus goes back to the Rams. Rams have to get this game.
1: Rams need to get their shit together, get their business done.
0: Now, I do want to say this, though. We just talked about the Rams. We kind of touched on the the 49ers. I don't know if this game, the 49ers game plan, is going to hinge so much on the quarterback. It's going to be the running game. And if anything, Shanahan has shown he knows how to get guys the ball between Elijah Mitchell, DJ, uh, Debo Samuel, and then you've got the receivers, the Brandon, Brandon Ayuk, I don't see a reason that they can't beat the Rams.
1: It definitely feels like a game that you stick to the run game and then they can steal a
0: win from them. And it feels like the Rams have been beatable lately. Yeah, you're right. And this is going to be one of the games that I'm watching closely because as a Cowboys fan, we're more than likely going to see either the Cardinals or we're going to see the Rams depending, or possibly the 49ers. So I want to see what we have to work or we have to go up against in the playoffs.
1: Big one for you. I wonder, I don't know, I haven't looked into this part of it, if it changes your guys' ranking. you know. Oh, well, our
0: seeding is set. We're the number four seed.
1: Four no matter what? Okay. Yeah, okay.
0: we're you know, we're done.
1: So you're thinking like two weeks down the road then. You don't need to mm-hmm. think that
0: far. I do because I know no. I'm going to be playing in Jan- in late January. I do need to think that far. I
1: mean, you're playing in January because you're playing this week and next week, but I don't I know mean, after
0: that. Yes, I will agree. I'm not sure. I have gone on record and said that the Cowboys will be one and done. That's
1: right. I hope I'm wrong. Dak already has his, oh, no, I've lost disappointed face. like He's locked in on that. He's ready to go.
0: Fuck off. There's a
1: great picture from the loss of him sitting on the bench. Just like, oh, no, everything's ruined. So, yeah, he's brought his A game for that already.
0: Fuck you. Okay, we're not He's talking about the Cowboys. How did we get here? A custom. <laughs> I mean, it'll be it'll be a good game no matter what, but we'll see what happens.
1: It's going to definitely be some fun ones. So some fun ones are going to also happen in the AFC. There's a lot more kind of moving parts and pieces. So we're going to spend most of our time talking about that. Kind of a big one. 1st first. We're going to get to a smaller one. Colts need to beat the Jags to get in. That seems pretty likely to me, right?
0: Yes, I would think that that is a foregone conclusion that this the uh, Colts go in there and they get a win. But it's football. Stranger things have happened. Hell, the Jags beat the uh, the Bills. So who fuck really knows?
1: Oh, that's crazy that they could do that. I was about to say it should be a requirement that when you play a team like the Jags, like you have to win. To be allowed into the playoffs, you know, <laughs> if you That's lose to one of these, you know, if you lose to the Lions, you probably shouldn't be allowed in either. Looking at you, yeah. Arizona. Uh, so you would fully expect them to win. Like this should be a breeze, you know. Put them in your ten game parlay, the Colts beating the Jags, right? But the crazy thing is, the Jags at home have beaten the Colts for quite a few years runs It's like six or seven years. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know. It's been going on for a while. Maybe there's just some weird thing about playing in Jacksonville for the Colts.
0: It is. And when you look at this game, it's, and you look at the quarterback, because I think it's always going to come down to a quarterback game when you talk about Carson Wentz. You look at these two quarterbacks. Carson Wentz is thrown for 3,300 yards. Trevor Lawrence is thrown for 3,400 yards. I mean, the touchdowns are way down, but the yardage is there. I'm, I'd be hard pressed to say that Trevor Lawrence isn't just as good as Carson Wentz.
1: I would I mean, have to imagine he's better. He's on a worse team for sure. And they don't yeah. have Jonathan Taylor to,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know to carry the load for you.
0: Well, and you look at that and it kind of skews Carson Wentz's numbers. Because they're only he's only thrown four hundred and eighty passes this entire season. They understand what his weakness is, and his weakness is throwing the ball. <laughs> <laughs> so they are trying to limit him.
1: Yeah, his most of his yards have seemed to come when they've been you know losing or in shootouts where they've been forced to throw the ball more, and so they tend to lose the more he throws. Now I don't mm-hmm. see the Jags having that happen, right? They're probably just going to get run over. They're going to just gonna hand the ball thirty times to Jonathan Taylor. He's going to get like hundred, probably two hundred yards, three touchdowns, and then the Jags oh, yeah. are just going to be out of it.
0: Absolutely, it's really not going to be that that much of a game because. The running game for the uh, for the Colts has by far been one of the best in the league. I would even say it was better than when Derrick Henry was so on the uh, was still active for the uh, the Titans. Like Jonathan Taylor has been running like a man possessed. That ain't gonna stop this week. I just Not I that. feel sorry for the Jaguars on this.
1: For sure. Um, and then so if that's a foregone conclusion, what that creates is a must win for the Chargers or the Raiders, they're playing this week, win and get in for both teams?
0: I mean, we've talked about it already, but how much can you say about the scheduling gods, right? Like mm-hmm. This game, is it matters, and it's hinged on another division, or another division, right? So I'm hopeful. Uh, I'm hoping what happens is what I've been standing on the table for since the beginning of the season, and we're going to get to that later. But how crazy is it that the Raiders have been able to salvage their season?
1: After Jay Gruden, or not Jay, John Gruden has been fired, (laughs) they've really done better for the most part. So it's impressive. You know, you would think they would just collapse, but they've hung in there. They're nine and seven. They're proving us wrong to some extent. Only a little
0: bit. To some extent. To some extent. I I'm holding out judgment. I still think Derek Carr is a good quarterback. I mean, before Dak became Dak Prescott of 2019, 2020-ish, I wanted Derek Carr. So we'll see what happens. But this will be an interesting matchup for sure. I think you're looking at both teams who are well-rounded, equally as good. I think those Chargers have more weapons. But if anything, the Raiders have shown they have a propensity of stealing out wins.
1: I think they have the better defense. They at least have a better pass rush. So we'll see how much that causes trouble for Herbert. Um, but they both got to get there. Like, this should be a great game because they both are playing for their playoffs lives, trying to get in. It's going to be a big step to show, you know, how far can we expect each team to go? How good is this to see, like, Justin Herbert in this situation? Can he rise mm-hmm. to the occasion or is he going to get, you know, flustered and get, you know, just fall apart? It's going
0: to be so good. Well, and I'm hoping that we see both teams just dig into the bag of tricks. I need to see a halfback pass or a wide receiver pass, flea flicker, like nothing left on the table. I want them to throw the kitchen sink at it.
1: Going for every fourth down, fourth and short, go for it. I don't want to see any punts from this game. I don't want to see any field goals, touchdowns. Get those.
0: That's right. Fourth and 10 on your own 20, go for that shit. Okay? And if Brandon Staley has shown us anything... He has no problems going for it on fourth down, foregoing any potential points in field goals. <laughs> yeah. You so, can just
1: put both of them on the inactives this week. The Punch and kicker. <laughs> just boom. Don't worry about them. They don't need to take up a spot on the 46.
0: We'll save those for
1: other people because we're going to need them.
0: Exactly. You you just bring those. You put those guys on uh, on the practice squad. You bring up two more DBs and just go crazy. Okay. I, it'll be fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to this one. What do you think happens though? Let's say that the Raiders pull this off, right? They, they somehow get it all done, get into the playoffs. Do you think Rich Bisaccia is the head coach next year? You should look
1: at it for sure. Whenever you have this sort of continued success or even improvement from your interim head coach, that warrants a look. I don't know if it's always you know definitely means you have to be like oh go for it for sure but I think you should have them definitely in the running. I feel like sometimes they don't. they just like, Mm -hmm. oh, you're the interim head coach. We want a clean house. I don't think you should do that at all. Definitely like, let's maybe look at what our other options are too, but make sure like we're giving you the proper respect for what you did.
0: Yeah, I think most of these interim coaches that we've seen in the past, they take over a team and they continue to lose. That's not the case here with Rich Passaccia, right? He's taken over a team and still kept them in the hunt. He knows Mike Mayock. I think Mayock gives him a chance to lead this team on a full time basis next season. The team knows him. The guys evidently rally around him and they play hard for him. Yeah, so, they,
1: I mean, they've won four of the last six, and that's really what's kept them alive. And they've beaten yeah. uh, some pretty decent teams. They beat the Colts, the Broncos, the Browns, the Cowboys, even. Fuck. So, that's
0: pretty damn impressive. I know, I agree. I mean,. In, I'm looking at the pool of talent for head coaches. there's never there's never a lack of names, but it's more so what names inspire you? So, so if you can't get retrans. the guy that you want, I'd stick with Basatin.
1: yeah. I mean, he obviously knows the organization. You know so much of that is important. Just you know, do you work well with the GM? Like, what's that relationship? Do you work well with the staff that's on board? Can you keep them around? Starting over isn't easy. You know, just bringing in somebody new, like they have to know where everything is. They need to know like how the players have to learn a whole new like practice routine because usually every head coach does all that stuff differently,
0: Mm -hmm. especially if you can make the playoffs. Maybe just keep it going. Yeah, that's what I mean. If you're able to sneak your way in to blow it all up, doesn't seem like it's productive for a winning organization. But this is the Raiders and their wild card. So who the real who really knows?
1: I assume they're going to blow everything up and then try to start over with, like, uh, Kettleman, sign him to a long-term deal, and then maybe bring in, like, Pat Schirmer. Or Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett, one of those offensive gurus that we love to talk about.
0: Hey, I'm not against it, okay? would make my love for the Chargers a lot easier, for sure.
1: So sticking with the AFC. This one piggybacks off of Indy and the Las Vegas game Steelers if they win and Indianapolis loses and the lost the Chargers Raiders do not tie they could get in it's a little bit more of a long shot because they have to have that Indy loss but
0: technically they still possible how wild is that we've been shitting on the Steelers for 17 weeks and here they are week 18 Eight, seven, and one with a chance to sneak in on Ben Roethlisberger's farewell tour. How great is that? Like, you can't write it any better than that.
1: Like, Tomlin has to go down as one of the greatest coaches ever, right? Like he Easily. He is the greatest, one of the greatest in the last 15, 20 years. I think his problem is almost he's made it look too easy. Because Yeah. When they should be a shit team Like we've shit on them Because they're, they're losing talent Roethlisberger is a shell of a guy he used to be He still has a winning season anyway He's never had a losing season Ever as a head coach yeah, and The
0: that's entire wild. time he's been with the Steelers And then you couple that with the fact That he put up with Antonio Brown for nine seasons
1: No one had any idea That Antonio Brown w- was like this While he was yeah. there until I guess maybe that last season Things started to get a little frictiony.
0: Like, you have to believe Tomlin knew exactly who he was and was able to to contain that for as long as he could to get as much production out of him. I was looking at the numbers today. Of the top 10 wide receiving seasons, Antonio Brown is, like, number four and number 10. Like, he was outstanding. And you were able to contain that, plus Le'Veon Bell, Roethlisberger, all these other characters. You're right. Mike Tomlin has to go down as... Another coach in that Pittsburgh organization who just wins.
1: They are so lucky to go from just great head coach to great head coach to great head coach. Whatever they're doing there, I need a bottle up. Is it the pollution? Is it something (laughs) in the water? I don't know. I need it for my Washington franchise, who's the exact opposite. But God, Tomlin, I think it's all on him though. Like he is the one constant, even with Roethlisberger's decline. It's been Tomlin who just forces the team to continue to do well and win.
0: It's true. It's true. You know, I think I know why the Steelers always win. And it has a lot to do, in my opinion, with Parmanti Brothers sandwiches. They're delicious. If you've never had one, do yourself a favor. Go out to Pittsburgh. You get to Permanente Brothers. You get the kielbasa sandwich. And it's got sa- it's got coleslaw, french fries, kielbasa on it. Shit is delicious.
1: I'm just salivating. We're doing this about lunchtime. <laughs> Ooh, I'm getting hungry. It sounds real damn good.
0: But if we get just really quick, I just want to touch on Tomlin real quick.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The Steelers organization, they've had three head coaches. They're about to have, th- well, when Tomlin is done, they will have three head coaches in the Hall of Fame.
1: That's stupid.
0: Oh, how nuts is that, especially when you think about Dan Rooney and Art Rooney, the owners of the NFL, of that organization and what they've done for the NFL. Like, that's huge. No, That's just a great, great legacy.
1: Yeah, as much as I like to hate the Steelers because they've done so well, that's just incredibly impressive. And fuck them for having such a good organization. <laughs> and, I mean, that shows you it's the NFL is, you know, it's a team and we like to look at the head coaches and the players. It's really like a top down. It's an organization, just like any other business starts at the top. If you have a bad owner, it tends to fuck everything up all the way down. It poisons it. It makes everything else not work. I know that all too well.
0: (laughs) Guys, I know you can't, you can't see Matt. Maybe you can feel it in his tone, but the hand gestures, he is talking with his hands emphatically. (laughs) like. He. This is a man of, who knows pain.
1: A lot of a lot of feelings coming up right now, especially the whole <laughs> name change.
0: Uh, oh, oh! I can't wait to start that. talking about that one. I assume that's coming up in the next couple of weeks. So, I, yeah, I look forward to that topic.
1: For those who don't know, it's coming out on February second, twenty twenty-two. So two 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 two.
0: There you go. In so, disappointment, two three,
1: Yeah, expect. I don't know what day that is. Expect the podcast after that one to be hitting hard. <laughs> like, we won't have right. a lot of football to talk about, so it'll probably just be me just going for 60 minutes.
0: <laughs> All right, fair enough, fair enough. Well, I look forward to that, but let's go back let's to the Steelers-Ravens game, right? Like The Steelers-Ravens game, it it's crazy. The swan song of Ben Roethlisberger. He did it last week against the Browns. Can he do it again this week against the Ravens? I, that's really what it's going to come down to. I think Lamar is going to get clear to play.
1: That's going to be a huge difference. They're clearly a different team. Even though Huntley's done well, mm-hmm. it's hard to replicate the athleticism, the running back that is Lamar there Jackson. There you
0: go. There you go. And if I remember right, because I know we talked about this, I'm not sure if we're going to go a little bit further. The Ravens have a scenario where if they win and they get some help, they could also make the playoffs. So this game matters to them, too.
1: That's true. I forgot to write all that down because they needed a lot of help. They did. It, it's,
0: it's not. It, they need. Uh, let me see. Here. They need a win. They need Los Angeles Chargers to lose. They need Indy to lose, and they need Miami to lose or tie. They need a shit ton of help, but it's still doable. Still possible. They still
1: have plenty of reason to play hard on this one. So yeah, so I'll give you our predictions on that one because that's a big game. In just a little bit.
0: Yeah. Again, you, you love all the games that matter. Like, this is crazy. This is where your beautiful mind needs to start showing up, Matt. Hey,
1: we'll see if I'll nail all four of these predictions in just a minute. All right. But hey, speaking of a beautiful mind, who called the Bengals a couple weeks ago? I'm bringing that up yet again. You are (laughs) all waiting for it. The crazy thing about them in this playoff scenario, they went from being a team trying to win their division to if things fall just right. They could get number
0: one spot. That's insane. So give us the recap. What needs to happen for them to get the number one seed?
1: So obviously they need to win. They need a New England loss, Kansas City loss, and a Tennessee loss. The three teams ahead of them all lose one. They win. They'll jump up. Okay. So
0: the Titans play the Texans.
1: Okay. Not super likely.
0: Not likely at all. What were the other two? Miami. Oh, no. It was New England. New England, New England plays play, Miami. Plays Miami. That could happen. That could happen. And what was the last scenario?
1: It was Kansas City. They are playing whom? Uh, the Broncos. Broncos playing for pride and revenge. <laughs>
0: They're not playing for Pride, Matt. Stop. <laughs> Stop. That that shit has sailed long ago.
1: Fine. Playing for a you know, a paycheck next year,
0: hopefully. Just really after you,
1: you to the Chiefs.
0: There you go. I, this one is a great story for the Bengals. You look at what happened to them last season and Joe Burrow getting his knee torn to shit. He comes back, he puts the league on notice with Jamar Chase, who is a talent, but I did not see doing this. Oh fuck. So bad. It's this is an awesome story for this team. Like, you'd love to see it. So, fun game. I think they're going to beat the shit out of the Browns. Mayfield isn't even starting, although I don't think that impacts the game either way.
1: It might help, actually, because they're going to run the ball more. <laughs> That's
0: crazy.
1: So, it's, it could happen. It's a long shot. Um, I don't know. I feel like all the teams, you know, none of them, I don't think, are just going to coast this last week. Maybe Tennessee gets like the, oh, you know, we're sleeping on it because I think
0: they're locked into their division no matter what. They are. Although, if they're already locked in, the Texans have shown uh, a a trait where they just show up and beat teams they shouldn't. So, So there's a chance.
1: That one, you know, you never know. Like that could happen. I think that's in some ways more likely than say like Kansas City losing to Denver you know they're going to, like, hey, we need to play them hard. We're still playing for a top seed spot. You know. Yeah. And then the Dolphins
0: could definitely go either way just because they're not a shabby team. But they still have two at quarterback. So. so. And if we could just talk about the quarterback for one second here. So you look at, let's say, the three teams we just talked about. The Dolphins, the Browns, and the, uh, and the Cincinnati Bengals. All three of those teams took quarterbacks in the first round. High draft picks. It just goes to show how hard it is to evaluate a quarterback because the Bengals, they hit on their guy. You know how hard it is to find a quarterback who's got that, fuck you, I'm going to make this work no matter what mentality? I think the Browns thought they were getting that in Baker Mayfield, but the arrogance factor was too high in my opinion. Tua, I never saw that killer instinct, but Joe Burrow, that dude has had swag since LSU you just you look at it you're like holy fuck how 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 easy is it for these teams to think that they get it right and a guy just not be a fit
1: cuz so much of it is the culture of your team and do they fit with that right cuz it's not well, just you know it's not Madden football where it's just okay what's their throw power what's their throw accuracy you know what's their Uh, tangibles like what's the measurables it's the intangibles part of it too are they a leader do they have that killer instinct can they get knocked down and get back up again right like can they get their knee torn to shreds work their ass off in the offseason and then come out and just ball out
0: yeah Burrow has 4,600 yards and 34 touchdowns that dude has been playing lights out
1: that is phenomenal there's been a ton of great quarterbacks who never get there and he's not doing it just purely on you know, playing from behind in garbage time, right? He's doing it when it matters. Or sometimes, you know, and it's not all just, you know, Chase, Jamar Chase. I know he's done a ton, and he's been a huge step up for them for that yardage. But he's being brave and throwing him the
0: ball and helping him make plays. To touch on what you said about Jamar Chase and that wide receiving core, i was I'm looking at their numbers now. Yes, Chase is clearly the number one with 1,400 yards. T. Higgins has over a thousand yards. Tyler Boyd has uh, 828 yards. So they are feeding everybody, and that doesn't include Joe Mixon as the receiver. You know, running back wise, Joe Mixon's over. He's a 1,200 yard back this season. Like this team mm. is doing work, man. I'm excited for them. I'm excited for them getting into the postseason. I honestly, I would love it if everything fell their way and they got the number one seed. How great of a rags to riches story is that?
1: It would be the best story of the year, I'd have to say. Like, it would be so cool for them. But you gotta feel hopeful, even if that doesn't happen as a Bengals fan, this has to be the most excitement you've had in a season for how long? 20, yeah. 30, 40 years? I don't know. Forever? The entire <laughs> franchise? Like, you have your stud quarterback, and he can stay healthy. And you have a truly stud wide receiver. Like you have
0: two guys who are going to just be great for seasons to come. Exactly. So, looking forward to that game as well. There isn't a game this week I am not looking forward to.
1: Even the crappy games, you still feel like, hey, they're in division. They could be cool. Like, exactly. You know, my Washington Giants game.
0: You know, at
1: least we oh, can win no, that. That's,
0: one. No, no, that's a game that's no one's excited for. That's super fair. Super exciting.
1: Fine, I did pick out the one that even I'm not super excited for. I was trying to hype it up, but I can't. All right, so that does it for our playoff scenarios. And then now predictions. We're going to predict and tell you what's going to happen this That's coming right. up week.
0: You guys put your faith in us and your trust, and we've let you down. So stop doing that. <laughs> stop doing that. We obviously can be wrong, but we feel very confident in our picks this week. That's
1: right. So let's go to the first one. Kind of, I think a big one, Chargers-Raiders. What's going to happen?
0: It goes against everything that I have, but I'm going to say it's the Raiders. Raiders, like I said, they've, they've had this ability to pull out close games. This one's going to be close. Gotcha. I'm shocked to hear you say that. I'm not super
1: surprised because you tend to be wrong. <laughs> I'm going to actually go with your team, the Chargers. I think we've seen them be aggressive. You know, it hasn't always paid off. They're going to continue that aggressive. It's going to work this time. They're going to beat the Raiders and get in.
0: I'm taking the Matty B approach to school of betting. Okay. If you bet on the team you don't really (laughs) like and they lose, you win. That's right. That's what I'm doing.
1: You're doing all right here. So, yep, I get it. Like, (laughs) hedge your bets one way or the other. You're kind of okay with what happens. All right. Another big one. Uh, for playoffs let's go Steelers Ravens Oof,
0: man I'm gonna go Ravens Ravens oh okay okay
1: yeah. I'm gonna Again, go Ravens surprising me this one we're gonna have a lot of differences because you're just gonna be wrong a lot I feel like <laughs> Steelers Mike Tomlin's gonna have them ready they are going to roll they're gonna come in there not win by a bunch when I said roll they're gonna win <laughs> It's probably going to be a low-scoring game. They're going to keep it close. Win it.
0: I I think it will be a low-scoring game, but Roethlisberger, for as great as he was last week, and the story of him, it's not going to be enough. I think they lose this game. He goes out into the sunset as one of the winningest, NF, uh, one of the winningest quarterbacks in Pittsburgh Steelers history.
1: Okay. Well, I'm excited. We're already two different games. It wasn't I think last week we tended to pair up on everything. So we'll have some nice, fun differences here. Another one, two good teams. 49ers, Rams, big playoff implications.
0: I know we talked about it earlier, and I know what I said earlier. I'm going to go Rams. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: I'm calling the upset on this one. I feel like, you know what? The Rams are beatable. 49ers are going to come in. That matters more to them. They need Mm to win to get in. They're going to do it.
0: I hear you. I do. I think the 49ers have a really good chance to win this game, and they there's no reason that they can't. But I know what I said about the running game and the quarterback play. Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey are their scheme disruptors. So I'm going to go with the Rams.
1: That's fair. It's difficult to deal with them, but we've seen it happen, especially more lately where teams have beaten the Rams. So It's true. I think you're going to be wrong. All right, okay. last one we alluded to. We're going to talk about Saints and the
0: Falcons, NFC South game. Does someone have to win this game? <laughs> like, I don't know. I, the Falcons? Let's go with that Falcons.
1: Yes, I'm doubling down on that one with you. I think the Falcons primarily because the
0: Saints just don't have a quarterback at all. Fuck you. They've got Taysom Hill, who is an elite tight end,
1: who <laughs> pretending can to the
0: ball. be <laughs> <a> quarterback. <laughs> Pretending to be a running back slash quarterback.
1: Yes. So it's going to be the Falcons. Put your money on it. All right.
0: All right. All right. They're going
1: to spoil the Saints. Okay. All right. So last segment, let's move on to our bets. Wait, I'll oh. let you
0: throw out the first one. Okay. So this one is near and dear to my heart. Who do you think wins comeback player of the year? Dak Prescott or Joe Burrow?
1: So I think early on, this was a close race, but one person has clearly pulled ahead of the other. We talked Ooh. about him, the sexy Joe Burrow.
0: Okay. asterisks on this one. Okay. <laughs> if the Cowboys make it to the, a- to the NFC Championship game, Dak Prescott is obviously your comeback player of the year. If they get bounced in the first round, Joe Burrow, clearly your comeback player of the year. That makes the difference. Playoffs matter.
1: I mean they do, but has have the Cowboys won because of Dak anytime recently? The second half okay. of the season has any wins been because of Dak or because of that defense?
0: Well, if you wouldn't have said recently, I would have had plenty <laughs> of examples to throw in your face.
1: Yeah. But. The first half of the season, different story. Like I think he was well on track. And then it's just been a cliff. Like it's been mediocre quarterback play for a while now.
0: I'm standing by what I said a few weeks ago. When the Cowboys go one and done in the playoffs, we're going to hear about how Dak's calf never fully healed and it was still bothering him and he was playing through it. It doesn't make sense how a guy falls off that dr- drastically midseason right after injury. That's the only that's thing that explains it. I think that's it. Now,
1: if he could play Washington every week, then he would have it in the bag. Like, you could just put his name on it. But he's playing even, some other teams. I even
0: know that. I don't even know that.
1: Fine. He did do bad. The first game, he only threw 200 yards and two picks. to one touchdown, not good at all for your comeback player of the year. But the other one, he was a little bit better.
0: Okay. Anyway, we, I digress. You were on Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow
1: all day. All day. All day. So speaking of the Bengals, head coach of the year is what I'm going to throw at you. Okay. Obviously I think, uh, Zach Taylor's got to be in that. We also have yeah. a couple other choices for you. Matt LaFleur. And then kind of just staples. Bruce Arians. And then your boy, I'm going to throw him in there. Mike McCarthy with the
0: bounce back season. Oh, you bastard. <laughs> you bastard. Okay. Conventional wisdom tells me it'll be a Matt LaFleur because he's got the better record, number one seed. But I can't pick him because he's got Aaron Rodgers. They like that, Came in that, that, that trumps to do a lot. That
1: well, he's kind that of trump's continued their success that they were already expecting.
0: Exactly. So, like next season, if he does the same thing with Jordan Love, then he deserves a Coach of the Year. So, I'm taking his name out. Okay. I'm gonna go Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor because of the drastic difference a season can make. Let's Thank go with you. that. I yeah. mean,
1: to be fair, they were doing pretty good with Joe Burrow last season until he got hurt. They weren't winning a ton, but like you could tell they were on the right track.
0: And then he gets and hurt, that's and great. the team
1: just fell apart. So then to be able to bounce back is super impressive. I would agree with you on the Zach Taylor. That's why I wanted to include him. I was hoping you wouldn't pick him and maybe go Homer on Mike McCarthy.
0: Yeah, you, you were tugging at the Homer strings. I don't appreciate that. I saw what you were doing, and I, I worked my way through that shit.
1: Okay. I don't think he can get it. Like. I feel like your team is somehow still underperforming to some extent. You have so many weapons on offense and apparently you have playmakers on defense, but you feel like this team could be even more. So like they should be in that, like we expect them to win the Super Bowl. Like they have the talent for that and they're being held back. So I don't think it can be him even with the big change in record from season to season. Now, of course, like you said, playoffs matter. So we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah. Also, though, I mean, I was just reading a article on Bleacher Report. The title of it was which uh, playoff team is most likely to blow their Super Bowl chance. And the Cowboys were number one. So, yeah, definitely. So, so I I think you're on to something about them underperforming. Yes. So we'll see. see. Zach Taylor is my pick, though. I'm going with okay. Z Taylor.
1: I think that's a strong one, unfortunately. So Bengals fans, even more good things coming your way
0: boom and with that guys this has been an awesome show like it was abbreviated we didn't go over everything like we normally did but we still had a hell of a time and i know you're gonna fucking enjoy it and i know you did
1: lots of fun as always and we're gonna keep saying it until you guys fucking do it please share our podcast with all of your friends and family let everyone know about the amazingness that is the delay of game podcast
0: exactly do you have a grandmother who's hard of hearing She's the perfect person to subscribe because she won't care what's being said. Do you have an old racist grandfather who no one talks to? He's the perfect person to subscribe because it'll feel like someone's also ranting with him. Okay? Come on, guys. It's the gift that keeps on giving. We're going to do this for you. We're going to keep doing this for you.
1: We have fun. We love doing it. It's going to keep going for a while. Hop on board. Come with
0: us exactly as always guys hit us up on twitter at the delay of game pod we respond to everything good bad and different
1: yes do that share it with everyone Uh, let us know uh, anything that you want to do differently any changes hey if you want to send in some video recording or audio recording we're happy to help you with that just interact with us we want to be there for you
0: exactly we're like therapists but free
1: yeah and we're talking about football so it's even better (laughs) This has been a fun one. I'm Matt.
0: I'm Matt. I'm with guys. Take it easy. Bye. Bye.